Yo, yo, what's going on, Bro Talk Nation, man? It's your boy Eric here. Got my brother Jamarcus with me. And, uh, man, tonight we bringing you something, man, that is <sighs> it's going to dive into your couch. It's going to dive into your soul. It's going to dive into a lot of things, man. We finna come sit on your couch once again for uh, one more time with uh, with the word that God has given us. And so um, we're going to do a short recap of last week's episode. So uh, stay tuned. And all my life, I've been ready for combat, for spiritual warfare, right? Yeah. I'm telling y'all, God, man, look, listen, I was so ready that I remember every bad habit that I did every time I was facing something bad in my life or facing a decision in my life. I always muscle memory the bad stuff. Mm. It's like the guys that remember the old temple when it was built. Now with the yep. new body, right? I have this shirt on. It literally says you went through the mess. Right now, get your message. See, that's what happens in the betwixt. You went through the mess. That was before the betwixt. Yo, in the betwixt is not the mess. You've already went through there. In the betwixt is where you get the message so that you can continue moving on. Stay in the betwixt as long as you can to get the message. If you if you in there and you think you about to walk out and you ain't got it yet, turn back around. God ain't never said he ain't never done talking to us. It hey man Woo. last week was something serious but man i'm gonna tell y'all man though how god be doing this thing with us man he brings us back to a whole nother message and uh we got a word for you tonight that's all i can say so i'm gonna turn it over to my brother man so we can go ahead and dive into it man hey 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 what's going on bro talk nation man hope everybody had an amazing week um man i am Literally already filled with the word tonight, man. I've been, uh, it's crazy because me and he was talking on Friday, man. And I was telling him like, yo, I'm itching, man. And you, you, you trying to get this out of me early, man. And, um, man, but I just, I just pray everybody had a good week, man. I pray that everybody, uh, hears the word tonight and pray that, uh, God amplify, amplifies everything that he wants and whoever needs to hear this word that it gets out to him. Um, once again, man, uh, shout out to all the fans, shout out to everybody who's been, you know, retweeting, re regramming, rebooking, rechatting, respacing. If you're on MySpace, Black Planet, uh, Christian Mingle, if you're on whatever, man, thank y'all for just tuning in, man. Um, you know, the love is amazing, man, and we just want to continue to keep doing this. Consistent, can, uh, I can't even talk right now. Consistently putting out every week, man. Uh, just letting God come out and talk. All right, but hey. Let us go ahead and knock down your front door and hop into this amazing word tonight that God put on me and my brother, man. It it, it came it came crazy, but our, our shows usually come off of something when me and my brother and my sister at work get together and we get to talking. And it's something that we either went through or we're going through at the time. And God put this this thing on me um, and he had me in this thing about called used to. All right. So the, that's like the main theme of tonight and i don't even want to spend too much time i don't got no dictionaries tonight which is the crazy thing because i usually do because i want to instantly hop into the word but like it literally says um like used to right and where we reading from is acts 9 chapter 9 verse 1 all the way down and the story is about my boy paul and everybody know me and e we got we got we love everybody in the Bible, but there's there's certain people in the Bible that get me and E like really, really hype. And it's Paul and Job, right? Because, you know, Paul, he got an amazing story. But we starting off when he was named Saul and he was on the road of uh, Damascus, right? 
And literally, I'm going to hop in there right there, and we're going to literally break this down on how this is going to go into this 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 theme of used to, right? So I'm going to start um, with, you know, uh, Acts 9-1, right? And it says, Meanwhile, Saul was uttering threats with every breath and was eager to kill the Lord's follower, so he went to the high priest. Now, if you don't know the backstory, before before Paul came Paul, the one who wrote, you know, one-third of the New Testament, he used to have a used to. Like, Paul used to have a used to, and his name was Saul, and he was a Christian killer. Like, Saul had a past, right? Saul did some things in his life. And mm -hmm. at this point, when he's about to get on this road to Damascus, he's been given a mission to go find the priest and kill him, right? So that first verse, like, opened it up saying, Meanwhile, Saul was uttering threats with every breath and was eager to kill the Lord's followers. So he went to the high priest, right? So it brought me back to my first point, because whenever we start thinking about who we were, we tend to lose that that's who we used to be. So my first point was, yeah, you did it. Like, yeah, that was you. Like, that's who you were. Like, Jamarcus, all the things that you did wrong that led to where you are right now, yeah, that was you. Yeah, like, however you are or wherever you are in your life right now, that was you. Yeah, you did it, right? That's the first point. Like, yeah, you have to be honest with one person. The only person that you need to be honest with is you, right? And sometimes we tend to make a big deal on being honest with the world. Like, we want to show the world that we've changed. We want to show the world that we made these things happen, that we're not, we're no longer who we used to be, right? When the only person that you really have to be honest and transparent with is you, right? Only God is looking at you. That's why he says, you are a new creation, new creation, right? He's not saying, hey, you're a new creation for everybody else. It's you who are now the new creation. So I want to make that point clear, clear to you. When you get into this used to and you realize that, yeah, you did it, that's who you need to be honest with. The man in the mirror, like, like my boy MJ said, right? You need to be honest with the man in the mirror that, yeah, you did it, right? And then you can't forget the key word, bro. Like there's a key word whenever somebody brings up who you used to be. It's yeah. that key word of was, right? We tend to sometimes never even pay attention to that word was when someone's speaking about our past. They'll be like, hey, boy, hey, man, I remember, man, you used to be in them streets, man. You was out there. And we'd be like, it, it instantly like, damn, man, I was, man. Now I got to. Now I got to think about this. Like, now you're about to ponder on this forever when they use the word that you needed to hear that was. So I got to remind y'all of the key word of was. That's who that was is in the past. That was something that happened. It's not happening now. You don't have to worry about it. They're actually speaking something good in you when they use the word was. Don't skip over that when you start hearing people bring up your use to. Let them bring up your use to, but also let them attach the word was to that. Now, if they're not attaching that and they saying, hey, man, you still in the street. No, 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 no. I was in them streets, but I didn't move on. You know what I'm saying? I was a liar, but now I didn't move on. I was a thief. My marriage was in the shambles. See, you can't let that word, that key word was, not get attached to you, Sue. So I had to start it off right there, bro, because right now Saul is uttering things, and he don't even know that it's about to be something that he was 
right? Like, I'm giving y'all foreshadow to you. <laughs> he don't even know it yet, but this is about to be something, like you said, he's eager to kill. He don't even yeah. know that now this is about to become a was eager to kill. Yeah. I, had to, I had to go right there early, bro, because, like, <laughs> I had to get him, bro. Hey, hey, man, that's a great place, man. And that key word was, man, that, that's a word that uh, through my time, I find out it keeps you trapped, man. Oh, was, yeah. What was keeps you trapped in something that you used to do that's or, or feeling or a state of mind that you used to be in. But God said that uh, you need to, re you know, renew your mind, be yeah. renewed in your mind. Right. So if you're being renewed in your mind, that means you're not going to forget what happened. But see. There's a difference be between forgetting what happened and living yeah. in what happened. That's yeah. where the word was comes in. Was keeps you in living in what happened. See, when when <clears throat> when Saul became Paul and he had an encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus. See, people didn't see that. See, people not they, they didn't see the transformation. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They didn't see the new creation. They didn't see the renewed mind. They just saw the old person, the past. Right, mm. so they kept that was. They was like, "Well, wasn't he killing people back in it, but killing Christians about two days ago? Wasn't he doing this? Wasn't he doing that?" Right, and so even me, I found that when I started my journey with God and getting deeper and stronger with God, people was like, "Hey, man, didn't you used to do that?" Like, yeah, I did used to do that, but now I'm doing something different because God did something different in my life. And so I no longer live in was, I'm living in now and what I'm doing for doing right now to move forward with the kingdom of God. Now, <clears throat> do I sometimes remember my past? Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like in a movie when you when they uh sit there and they be like, yeah, and it happened on that day, and then they turn and have <laughs> a whole cutscene of what happened in the past. Yeah, but yeah. we're talking about right now, you can't stay back there, man. You can't live in was. Ooh, you, you, you need to get away from was. Yeah, stop living in was. That's good. I like that. I like how you're I like how you're like turning. I like how you're you're throwing was back out there saying you can't live in was, right? Because yeah. we tend we tend to not live in now, but live in was, right? When God is saying, Hey, you need to understand like today, like you need to understand just today. Like there's a verse in the Bible that says, Don't even be worrying about tomorrow, because you don't even know if tomorrow is gonna come. See, yeah. like you can't yeah. worry about tomorrow and you can't worry about was. You just need to be worrying about right now. Like mm -hmm. the things you can control is right now. The yeah. was has already happened. It's already gone back. We said yeah. it on the last podcast, ain't no DeLorean. Marty McFly ain't coming right now. Like the crazy yeah. doctor ain't here. You can't yeah. go back to fix the was. All you can do is progress from the was. But if you live in the was, like my brother say, you will start to degress if you live in the was, right? Yeah. So then I have to say something about like what else with the word was is if you're looking at the was, you don't see what's really there by looking at the use suit. I, yeah. I want to make that like right now. Like if you're only looking at the was, you're going to miss what what's right now because you're looking at the use suit, right? Yeah. And sometimes we get mad at things we missed or we can't see. Right. Mm. See, like we get mad at the things we missed. Like, man, we were ready for we were ready for the was again. So, mm -hmm. Oh, this is good. We were ready for the mistake that we made before. We was ready for that was again. So if yeah. your was was, you know, you were out here in these streets, 
you only you only paid attention to the was, so you were ready for the was, but yeah. you missed your kids' de- depression. You mm-hmm. missed the marriage falling apart. You missed mm-hmm. the business falling apart. You mm-hmm. missed those other relationships going south because you were only ready and only looking at the was. When mm-hmm. God was saying, you've already passed the was, you need to be looking at the right now, and you missed these things. So I got to tell you, see, that first part of what we're talking about right now, yeah, you did it. It's so that you don't only focus on the was because there's yeah. other things that are going to be coming right now, right? So, yeah. man, it's crazy you threw that out right there. So I wanted to go back on that one, dog, because, like, that's important to not live in that was. Like, don't let people bring you and keep you in that was because if you do, you're going to miss things that's not even the was. You're going to yeah. miss the things that's happening right now, the yeah. bad things that are going on right now, right? Yeah, yeah. And, Hey, that was good, dog. <laughs> now, man, I got to go on to the second part. Like, man, it's so crazy because I want to stay on so much of this because, like, you throwing you throwing shots, dog. And, like, you know, I like to, I like to stay with them when they throwing the shots, dog. So the next part, like, the next part of this, uh, the story, right, as we, it says, as he was approaching uh, Damascus on his mission, I want to make that, I, I got to stop. Right he was on a mission, right? Don't forget, yeah. he, he had a mission to kill some people, right? Yeah. A light from heaven suddenly shone down on him, and he fell to the ground and heard a voice, a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me, right? God is like, hey, what you doing? Like, you out here riding, I know you're on your mission, but I'm going to shine some light on this real quick. What are you doing, right? Mm-hmm. He said, who are you, Lord? It's crazy that, that Saul was killing Christians, but he knew who was talking to him when the light shined on him. Yeah. That right there spoke big talks to me. Even when we doing wrong, we know who God is when he when his voice comes. That's that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> and the voice replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Now mm-hmm. get up and go into the city, and you will you will be told what to do. There's a lot in this that I ain't even got time to break down. But the point I want to make right now is your calling ain't a conference call. Let me say that one more time. I know people ain't get that. Your calling is not a conference call. Yeah. There were some people that was riding with Saul on the way to Damascus. If you go in the Bible, he had a group with him. He wasn't a one rider type dude to go kill people. He had some soldiers with him. But when Jesus called him, he only called Saul. If you listen to him, he says, Saul, Saul. He doesn't say, hey, y'all in the group, why, what are y'all doing? He says, Saul, Saul, your calling ain't a conference call. It don't, everybody is not involved in your conference call. This is the second point to this story, right? When you get called by God, we tend to bring everybody else in with us on this call. We say, hold on, Jesus, wait one. Let me merge the call real quick. Because I want people to get their opinions in on my call. See, if this is the right calling, God, I know my friends are going to tell me the right way. See, this is crazy. Because at that point in time, you're going to get the wrong advice from the wrong people on that call. They're going to say, hey, Jamarcus, man, you you ain't ready to step into ministry because of everything that you did in your life. That ain't your call. Anybody who's supposed to be in ministry, ministry, they live the perfect life. And you be sitting there like, you know what? This right. 
I'm going to hang up this call on Jesus real quick because this ain't even supposed to be my call. Now, the crazy thing, when you hang up, one of your friends pick up the call because Jesus would be like, if I can't get to you, then I'll get to the next person. See, you got to understand. That's why I said your calling ain't a conference call. God attends on these calls out to us to be personal. That's why he screams your name. Saul, Saul, Jamarcus, Jamarcus, Eric, Eric. Like he's only talking to you. So it's supposed to be personal, right? You can only be on your call. You can only be on your call with God. There is no time to merge, right? You ain't even got time for call waiting, right? God is calling you, bro. Like, I, I, it's so much in this verse right here that I had to, I wanted to stop right there, bro, because I know we about to open this one up and talk for a minute on this one, dog. Man. Hey, I'm going to tell y'all like this, man. And it was crazy when we were talking about it, man, because I think we were talking to uh, our other partner, uh, Sarmento, right? Yeah, yeah. We were telling him, man, like, you know, when God wants to speak to you, <clears throat> he has a great way of speaking to you. To only where you gonna it's gonna stand out, yeah. and you gonna and it's gonna just sit on your mind. It's gonna sit on your spirit, and it's gonna just be for you. And you're not even gonna understand why you're getting this right. So I think he was listening to a a, a, a song by uh, Jim Jones. Yeah, Jim Jones, Jim Jones. He was talking about the Maybach or something like that. And it was some of the words in the song that it was talking about you praying to a God that you don't even know, and he kept. It just sat on him, right? The same way God called me out of a dream to make my to make me smell my flesh burning. That's how he got my attention. Yeah. So no matter where, if you still living in the past, God is still calling you. Mm -hmm. You're going to pick up that phone and answer and, and, and get the answers to getting out of the past yeah. or getting out of what you were used to, right? Or you're going to continue to let the phone ring. And, and for some reason, man, I don't know about y'all, but when my phone ring and I don't hear it the first time, it seems it seems like it get a little louder the second time. Yeah, right? <laughs> it seems like it, it just it just get louder and louder, and it you know it don't stop, right? So God is just he just like that. You having a, a set time, date, and appointment with Him. He's calling you, mm -hmm. no matter what you, no matter if you don't even feel qualified for what He has for you. Ooh, <laughs> He's Man. still gonna call you. Even when you've been in sin, even when people seen you sleep with 50 million women, even when people seen you go from marriage to marriage to relationship to relationship, no matter what you done been through or where you are right now, God is still calling you. Oh, yeah, the call going back. You're having a set time and appointment. Man, you better pick up that phone. <laughs> hey, like you just said something so crazy, man. And I'm a. I it remind when you said like the phone call gets louder and God just keep on calling. It remind me of the movie Bruce Almighty. You remember like when he wrecked his car and he was like, "Spike me, old gray spider." And he was like, "Where are you at?" And then like instantly his beeper went off and he was like, "I don't even know this number." And he just put it down. And then the next day it was like, "Beep beep beep." And he threw out the window and it got ran over and the thing was still beeping. It's like God was sitting like, "Hey, you call me." So right. I'm calling you back and I'm right. going to get you, right? So you got to understand, like, this it's only talked about right here, but I can imagine that this wasn't the first time that God was, that he he reached out to Saul. Yeah. Like, I'll, use, I'll be transparent right now. Before I got to where I was rock bottom and all I had to do was call on God, God, God he, he called me before. <laughs> and I didn't say nothing. 
Like, it's several times. It was one time me and my wife went to church, right? We started this new church in Hawaii when she came out there and we were just coming back fresh, like getting, trying to get the marriage back, right? We went to this church and I literally thought my wife set me up because I'm the type of dude that don't like a lot of show time. I don't like a lot of FaceTime. I don't like, uh, you know, especially hugging and all that from random people. I don't really do all that. But we were at a Bible study and it was the end of the Bible study. And this old, this old man came up to me and he was like, hey, man, I don't even know you, but I got told I need to pray for you. And I interviewed my wife and was like, I know you did not do this. Like, you know, I don't like this. And he looked at me and he said, no, 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 no. This ain't got nothing to do with her because I don't even know her. I was sitting and he said, I was sitting in the back of the church and I saw you the entire time. And he said, somebody kept telling him, get up and go do what I told you to go do. Mm -hmm. He said that he was about to let me leave, but then something grabbed him and said, mm -hmm. stop him now. So they yeah. said this prayer over me, right? And I, I, I received the prayer and it was the first time that God, he was calling on me. And yeah. what did I do? I heard it, but I conference called it. Mm. I told everybody else that I, 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 I would chill with. I told everybody else what happened. They laughed it off, so I laughed it off like it was nothing. I, I, I put the call down. I added people to the conference call, right? That was the first time God was, and it was multiple times after that. But yeah. when, he, when his appointment was real, when he was like, hey, we at the final date. It's like when you owe rent. Right, you get those those letters in the mail. You keep getting them, but that final notice is the yeah. real when they hang it on your door and it's orange and the locks have been changed. <laughs> See, my final notice is when he took everything from me and I had no choice but to call him back. See, you don't want to get to the point where it's time for you to call him back. He said we could have been handled this when we. When I first picked up the phone for you. But see, now you at rock bottom and now you searching for my number. And you probably can't even find it because it ain't even in your phone. See, you ain't reached out to me in a long time. See, what is in your phone, right? We on that was all the numbers I had in my phone wasn't calling out to the right person. They was only getting me to more to the was. Like, I don't even want to stick there, man. It's so long. <laughs> One more part of this, bro, before I move on was. It was very important because I heard you say, oh, when I first read it, he was on his own mission. Mm. This wasn't even what he was getting ready for. Mm. I wrote it down. You can be on your own mission or your own calling that you think that you're going right. Mm -hmm. Your true calling is the phone call from God. It don't matter what you think you're doing. When he calls for your real calling, it's going to change up everything. Like it's going it's going to switch up everything. Listen, I thought the Navy was what I was supposed to be doing. Like I thought this was it. I thought it was it. I'm on a podcast now and God continues no matter what I do, I try to run away from this. He always brings me back no matter how hard I try. Me and he was talking about this the other day. I was like, "Dog, I was like, no matter where you go, bro, he puts you on a panel. You can keep trying to run and he just keeps bringing you back." He yeah. Just, <laughs> keeps bringing yeah. you back, bro. Like I, I thought, hey. man. Hey, man. I'm, I'm just like anybody else that's out there, man. I mean, we both are, man. Like, real talk. Like, how many people you? How many people have gotten that voicemail from God, right? And He told you what you supposed to be doing, but you was like, no, I ain't comfortable with that. Yeah, I ain't doing. Like, I'm gonna stay over here and do what I do, right? I'm gonna be on my own mission, like Saul was. 
right? But see, the one thing that this is where the miracle comes in with Saul, man. Saul was used to doing things his way. Yeah. Right. He was used to doing things the way he wanted to do it. He was used to doing things a certain way that so that he can go with the rest of the world. Because during those times, it's just like today. Not everybody is going to receive what we're saying to him. Yeah. Not everybody believes in God. Not every people believe in so many different gods. Right. So not everybody's going to receive the message the same way. But that does not change the mission of God. Oh, that's, hey, man. Hey, you got to say that one more time. <laughs> you got to, man. Hey, hey, just because you believe in Buddha, uh, Islam, whatever it is. Yeah. That don't change the mission of God. What he called you for, that voicemail that he, he left you, because you know what you're supposed to be doing. I knew a long time ago. I supposed to be talking about him. He didn't say in a church. He didn't say how. He just said, "Hey man, I already told you to talk to speak on me. You got to go save so you you a fisherman of men and not just ladies, not just men, men, but human human, okay? <laughs> so <laughs> so he said I'm supposed to be a fisherman of men. Right? I supposed to be leading people and I'm like, "God, how am I gonna do that?" See, here mm, this is where it gets good at. See, when God said something to me about my purpose and my mission, I immediately went back to what I was used to. That was the first thought that hit my mind. Hey, God, man, I've been out here chasing women. I ain't. This is me at 16. God calling me. He been calling me a long time. Yeah. Hey, man, I, man, I, I love women too much. You you said you, you, you can't have me up there at the front. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, God, yeah. I still drink smoke. I'm still drinking and smoking weed. I'm still doing all these things that are not of you, but you started calling on me to fulfill a mission, to fulfill my assignment, to fulfill my purpose. See, that don't change. God ain't never changed the word to what he told me. It don't change. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, man. Dog, this, this, I, I believe this, this whole chapter is so powerful. There's so much that we can, I can stay right here and talk all day, but you know, I'm, I'm going to try to keep the train moving, man, but the last thing I'll say on this one, man, that you got to pay attention that that happened in this verse was at the end of it, like the calling happened, but he also got direction with the calling. It said, now get up and go into the city and you will be told what what you must do. You got to understand when you get your calling, there's going to be direction with it, too, man. It's not like God just says, hey, go out there and do this. He's going to say, go out there and do this. And here's somebody to help. Or here's yeah. the direction to go to. So that's yeah. how you know your call is a real call because God is going to give you an action and then it's going to be direction behind it. Most of our calls we get, we just get an action. Hey, Jamarcus, start that business. All right, cool. I'm going to go. I, I, I had no direction. I had no which way to go. God said, hey, Jamarcus and Eric, start this podcast. Here's one tool for you to start it. Big now go. And then after that, he kept giving direction and things kept falling in our lap. I'm, I'm being for real. Like, I can't yeah. be no transparent than that. I've yeah. tried many other things and they failed. But when God called it and what God said it was time to do, it was success. No yeah. matter, I don't put numbers behind the success. What I put behind the success is that it keeps on going. See, we love to throw numbers on, oh, this is success for my business or this is success for my marriage Ooh. or relationship. Or with my kids. God ain't saying ain't no numbers behind this. If it keeps on going, then it's success. It's 
it has success. If your life keeps on going with peace, then you are a success. But we like to say, how many years have I been happy? God is like, what do you mean how many years have you been happy? A year ain't nothing to me. In Revelations, it says a day is a thousand years to God and a thousand years is a day to him. So he don't put numbers behind it. God is just like, have you been peace or have you had peace? Then you're at success. Stop putting numbers behind everything. Women lie, men lie, numbers don't. So get the numbers up out of it, right? Shout out to Apostle uh, Yo Gotti. Hey. Hey, 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 hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. I gotta say this, man. I gotta say this. I need everybody to catch this real quick. Hey, there is no scoreboard when it comes to your mission and your purpose. Oh, that's good. Ain't no scoreboard. I know I said ain't for all the English majors and teachers out there. There ain't no scoreboard when it comes to your mission and your purpose. When God called you, everything that you've been stuck in, He called. See, hmm. Go ahead, bro. When you get called. That means, hey, you don't. When you get called, that means you gotta, you gotta. When somebody say, "Hey, come here real quick," you coming towards them, right? When you, mm -hmm. when somebody call you and you in a distance and they say, "Hey, come here real quick," don't. What you going backwards for? See, you going back to comfortability, what you used to. You going back to the things that you can control. Yeah, I'm leave right there, man. I ain't gonna, hey. I ain't Right there. Hey, I'm gonna keep it moving, man, because man, God, it's so good. So this is where we're about to get deep, and this is why we're about to spend a lot of time. And this is where I've been itching on, and I ain't even sharing with my brother. I've been telling him I had some firepower. This That's is where it. we're about to get with the firepower. So now we're at um Acts 9, 15, 16, right? Mm -hmm. Um, he, the lightning shined on him, um, everything that happened. Now it says instead, be very oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm reading the wrong one. My bad, my bad. Here we go. So now we're here, right? And um, Saul has got the, he's gotten up. He's, um, everything is going good. So now he says, go for Saul is my chosen instrument to take my message to the Gentiles. So now he's not even talking to Saul. He's talking to this other prophet that was there at the time, right? So mm -hmm. God reached out to this other prophet to say, hey, I need you to go find Saul and pass this word on to him. The prophet that was there was like, yo, we're talking about Saul, Saul? <laughs> like the Saul I know, because that's all I know. He kills people. I'm a I'm a I'm a rewind because there's some it's some stuff in there, right? But he said, I need you just to go for Saul because he is my chosen one, not yours, not the haters, not everybody else that know him. He's my chosen. So God is choosing you, right? Mm. So, and I will show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. With your calling, you got to understand this. With being chosen comes suffering. I had to pause because I had y'all, I had to let that sink in because a lot of y'all didn't understand that. See, when we when we get chosen, sometimes we think everybody is just supposed to be, you know, green pastures and sunny days. We think that, oh, God is on our side. We the chosen instrument. We just supposed to have all this night, this nice life, right? When mm -hmm. Israel was the chosen people, they went through some things. Even though they was the chosen people, they had some suffering. So God, like Jesus is saying right now, yes, Saul is my chosen one, but because he's chosen, he's going to have to suffer some things in my name's sake. See, he did some things in his worst time that he thought he was suffering with, but now I need to show him real suffering because of my name. All the persecuting that he was doing, now he's about to get persecuted 
because he's with me now. See, yeah. you got to understand that part that we're being chosen comes suffering, right? And I, I tagged another verse in this, right, Ephesians 2, 6, that literally says that, it literally said, God, I'm sorry, it says for he's raised, right, from the dead along with Christ, and he seated us with, with him in heavenly realms, right? Mm-hmm. When we start suffering, suffering, we tend to forget that we are seated with Christ. That Ephesians 2, 6 verse means that we are seated with Christ above all things, right? And 20, Ephesians 1, tells us that above all principles and all things of the world, we're with God. Because God is above all things, right? Jesus, mm-hmm. he put Jesus in control of all things. So if you're seated with God... If you're seated with Jesus, that means you are above all things. That means your seat is above everything. So even if you're suffering, and I'll turn it to a word that we all know, if you're drowning, it ain't you that's drowning. It's your seat that's drowning. I got to make that perfectly clear because all this time in my life, I used to think that I was underwater. I used to think that my, only my head was above water. Jesus is saying, no, 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 no. See, you missing everything. You seen it with me. So when you feel like you're suffering or when things are being lost, it's not you. It's your, you forgot your seat. So your seat is drowning right now, dog. Like your seat is underwater. That's why you suffering, bro. This is where my power coming from, bro. Because I never understood. I always thought I was underwater. And I never knew that in the Bible, it tells us we're seated. So mm-hmm. when you feel like you're drowning, it ain't you. You forgot your seat. So your seat is underwater. I'm going to leave it right there because I got some more. Godly. Why you came with it? Hey, man. Yeah, I had to, bro. So... <laughs> God says in the Bible that we got when Jesus when Jesus uh, rose again, He left authority with us, right? Yeah. Why Why do we forget that? We that let me, let me put it in today's time, right? So we got authority over finances. Yeah. We got authority over depression. We got authority over stress. We got authority over bad marriages. Like God left authority here, right? Mm-hmm. So why is it that? <clears throat> we go back, we, we we stay in the in the was. Like again, I'm coming back to it because that's good. It's Keep powerful, coming back to it, bro. It's so powerful. The was keeps you outside of your seat. It keeps you out of your seat. Yeah. The was takes you out of your seat and mm. puts you in a place where there ain't that's not what God told you to stay at. Oh, that's good. I like he that. Over there. He said, No, you're gonna sit by me. You're gonna mm. sit at the table with me. I don't need you out there sitting with the seat with the at the table of depression. I don't need you sitting out there at the table of uh fornication. I don't need you sitting out there at that table of feeling down on yourself or depressed. Like I don't need I didn't tell you to do that. I told you to come sit by me. Man, you got authority over everything that is gonna come your way. That's yeah. why I sent my only begotten son to die for you. So then mm. when you walk this earth, you can walk over everything that's gonna come your way, man. Hey, man. you gotta get in your seat. Hey, stop getting used to the words. Stop get out of that's get good. out of the seat of words and get into the seat of authority. Yeah, hey man, you just said a word, dog. Cause I didn't even like I, I, I like I, I like how we both just tied this into it because I feel like the suffering that's going on, like that's your seat drowning. But mm-hmm. 
your seat could be drowning because you're not sitting in it because you're you're you you left it because it was right. And I'm gonna tie it back into a word that you always tell me, right? Um, you broke you 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 always remind me of this that like God says He's preparing a table for us, right? If you listen to the word preparing, that means future. That means that it's coming, right? The crazy thing is, if you're not seated, okay. <laughs> hey, thank you. Like, hey, like I, I gotta repeat. <laughs> if you're not seated and the food mm-hmm. comes out, the waiter is looking, Jamarcus. Table for two for Jamarcus. <laughs> like what? And you know what happens after, after you can't be seated? You know what? Next on the list, like somebody else that was wasn't even supposed to be seated right now because you missed it because of your was man, boy, you done opened up everything. Like you missed that whole thing because you got up because you was looking at the was and your seat got taken. See, Mm -hmm. somebody else in line now got an early reservation because you missed yours because of a was dog man. Dog, you just killed that. Like, I'm sitting here looking at the drowning part, and you, oh man, you tied that back perfectly, right? Let's go, I'm, man. I'm yeah, gonna go back to, go back to the partner thing because I don't want you guys to miss it. Because I said, just because you're chosen, you're gonna have to suffer, right? And I'm gonna yeah. tell you why. Because Jesus tells us, He tells us in First Peter, instead, be very glad for these trials, these sufferings, this drowning makes you partners with Christ. Everything that we're going through, all of this drowning, all of these trials, all of these sufferings, it makes you partners with Christ. You want to know why? Because Christ suffered. Like he suffered before we even suffered. Like he, he suffered for us. So everything we're going through, it makes us partners with Christ because he knows what we're going through. We have something to talk about now. You better yet, you could be seated with him talking about it at the table. He don't, this is a conversation for the table, right? This is crazy. It also goes on to say so that you will have wonderful joy and seeing his glory when it's revealed to all of the world. So now that your partner's with him in this suffering, he's telling you, hey, after all this joy gonna come and we're gonna reveal it together to the world. You ain't even gonna reveal this alone. It's gonna be us together, dog. Like, oh man, this is so good, dog. I gotta move on because this is where I know you about to come in and get crunk now. Nah, because I can feel it because we already turning it up. <laughs> My next part, boss, is now that now that Saul has gotten talked to by moving on in the story, that apostle went out to Saul, gave him direction, told him that hey, this is who you need to be. God is whatever. Saul was blind at the time. And as soon as Saul heard the words from the apostle saying, hey, God wants you to move on from everything that you be doing. He wants you to start to be a disciple. He, his eyes was open. The scales fell off. He was strong, right? I, I moved past a lot of the Bible. You can go back and read it. But I got to this verse that said 922. Saul has started preaching now. So he went from a Christian killer, being blind, woke up, and now he preaching. Mm. Like, he didn't slow down at no part, right? And in the message version, bro, it says, now some people are looking at him trying to kill him, right? Some people that are like, oh, he can't be a, he can't be out here preaching a word when he out here trying to kill, uh, kill Christians. So yeah. he need to come up with a plot to kill him. Mm. But their suspicion didn't slow, it didn't slow down Saul. 
Yeah. He didn't even slow down for a minute. A minute. His momentum was up now, and he plowed straight through them, disarming all the Jews, trying to show them that Jesus was the Messiah. I got to reread that because I, I stumbled over a couple words because God got into me. It said, but their suspicion didn't slow Saul down, not even for a minute. His momentum was up now. So when he heard them hating on him, he got even hyper. Oh, that's like so you know what like jay-z's i think he said go sip on the haterade or whatever like yeah. y'all heard the hate and he got even hyped to go out and give jesus name he got even hyper to go amplify because he knew it was making the haters mad see no yeah. matter if you're doing good or if you're doing bad haters are gonna hate they're gonna talk about you no matter what so you might as well make them talk about you while you're doing good make exactly. them hate on you even harder when you're showing them not your words but who you're becoming See, mm. that's what makes a hater even more when you don't give energy to the was, but you give energy to the who you becoming. It makes yeah. them even matter, right? So I, I wanted to throw this part. You're used to is meant to slow your momentum. Your was <laughs> is used to slow you down. Big facts. Like I gotta I gotta let you know that. Slow you down. But if you don't let your was slow you down. You pick up momentum. <clears throat> if you don't reconnect to your momentum, you'll start to drown. I'm gonna stop right there, bro. I'm gonna stop right there. Hey, you gotta say that again, man. I don't think they caught that, man. I don't think they caught none of that, bro. Okay, okay. It, you gotta say it again. Your words <laughs> is meant to slow down your your momentum. Your use is is meant to slow down your momentum. If you don't reconnect to your momentum. You will start to drown. Hey, how many people ever felt like they were drowning in life? Right? Depression is real. Mental health is real. Right? We go through, we, we in a pandemic, right? We just went through uh, a, a terrible, uh, a, a terrible, uh, I can't say that because I'm in the Navy. But we all just had, we all just endured a lot of things in uh for the past for the pr prior four years right it's been a lot of black uh uh cop killing it's been so much stuff yeah. to keep you in the woods to take away your momentum you know i'm pretty sure there have been people that lost loved ones yeah and you know that that is not something to make you lose momentum don't stay in the woods the woods like my brother said, it's going to slow you down. It's going to stop. Yep. Your You're going to stop. See, God, he keeps calling you. Even when you stop, he's going to keep calling you. So either you can take that step or he's going to make you take that step. That's see, right. see, God is he, he disciplines us. We think, oh, God, why me? Why? Did? No, you need some discipline in your life. Because we didn't got to a point where we get comfortable we get comfortable at, at a level where we can sustain it, right? Yeah, yeah. So we stay there. So everything that happens going forward, we still right here. Everything, there are some people still in 20, 2015 still living that life. Let me tell you why. Because when I go home, people bring up, hey, man, you remember back in the day? Yeah, that was back in the day. That was again. Tell you about who I am now. Yeah. Let me tell you about what's going on, what God is doing right now. Because... I'm going to tell you, God took me from 2015 and brought me to 2020, 20, uh, 2021. I'm a total different person. Yeah. 
if anybody know me from back in 2015, 2002, man, I'm a total different person now because the old me used to do things that didn't align with my assignment. No. The old me used to do things when God was calling me to go do what he wanted me to do. I decided to take it into my own hands and go do my own thing. Right. And then I got to a place and I'm pretty sure we all familiar with it. You know, people like to vacation here. They like to bring the family with them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and just bring, you know, make it a big family part. It's called rock bottom. Like we like to bring our family into the same mess that we already in. The yeah. same used to that we already in. So if my momentum is stopped, let me bring my family in and stop their blessings too. Yeah. That don't even make sense. Right? Hey, that's good. <laughs> that oh, man, that's good. I like man, we bring in, like you said, man. I, I'll be transparent right now because you know that's what the show is all about. Being hot, humble, open, and transparent. I lived in 2019 for, for about a year and a half. Like I lived in my failure for about a year and a half. Mm. And my was kept me there. My was kept me there for everything. Like my was in 2019 affected everything. My job, my marriage, my relationship with my kids, my relationship with my family. It affected my health. I put on weight just because I was stuck in 2019. I put on weight because I felt the seat that I was sitting in wasn't going to hold me up no more because I put mm. on weight. Man, like, like let that let that sink in. Did your was put on extra baggage with you and the Ooh. seat that you had been sitting in, you thought it wasn't going to hold you up no more? Like the seat go. that God made for you, you looked down at it and said, God, I know you made the seat for me, but I'm not who I used to be. I'm not who I am or who you thought I was. And now my, I'm looking at the seat and I don't think it's going to hold me up no more. Even though it looks the same, even though it's been holding me up for all my life, That's because right. I'm on this extra baggage, the seat you made for me ain't going to hold up this king no more. That's where I was in 2019. I lived there for a year, and it ain't nothing easy. I'm still battling with it every day. Every time I look at myself, I say, man, where I used to be and mm. who I am today, and God is like, you're not even recognizing the small changes that I'm changing in your life. Yeah, you put on some extra weight, but guess what? You took some of that extra, extra weight up off you. You don't mm. weight the same no more. The scale might told you you put on some weight, but your heart and your spirit lost some things. See, mm. see you missing, you guys are missing a lot of the things by looking at the numbers again. When God is saying no numbers ain't success for you. See, people not even recognizing. They might say, hey man, you looking, you look like you put on some extra weight. But you look happy, though. See, you missed that. We're looking at, man, I put on extra weight. We're looking at them numbers, and we miss the success of just peace. So I need you to understand this was, it's meant to slow down your momentum. Anytime you go back in that was, it means to hurt where you going from. That was will be like Jamarcus. You remember how you used to be like this? That was, and it will stop me from going forward. It will almost stop me from doing a podcast. It will stop me from getting in my Bible and getting the word that I need because I'm starting to be drowned. Man, dog. Hey, bro, you said something. Hey, you said something, man. This something we talked about with our sister uh Ashley, man. And she's, you know what I'm saying? She's on her journey of uh getting in shape and everything. And we gave her some great advice, and then we told her. Stop looking at the scale. Just yeah. go do the work. Right. So we do the same thing in our spiritual walk. Like you keep looking at what you keep waiting for God to do something today. Like yeah. God, I prayed. I did this. I counted my blessings. I, I blessed people. I touched people. I was the nicest person today. 
Wait, I don't, I don't see nothing. <laughs> right? You waiting for it right now? Yeah. And then that and that that's that watching the scale of your blessings right there is what keeps you in the woods because God mm -hmm. doesn't work when you want him to. God works when it's time. Yeah. He's on his own time. He ain't on your time. Right? So quit watching the spiritual scale to see, hey, God called you to go do something. Just go. Like, bro, talk. This is just us going. I'm yeah. telling you. Nah, we literally had one conversation. We connected. He said, man, I wanted to do it. I was thinking about doing a podcast too. Cool. How we going to do it? I don't know. Boom. The next day. Hey, bro, I saw this app. Let's try that. Okay, cool. When you want to do it? I don't know. All right, cool. Boom. My brother said, hey, we're going to do it this Saturday. I said, okay, what we're going to talk about? I don't know yet. All right, cool. <laughs> Saturday came. <laughs> Our first podcast was counseling. Literally. And that was one. That first, man, that first podcast, we got so many people that said, man, we thank y'all for that. Yeah. See, if we wouldn't have been doing what we were supposed to do, if we would have stayed in used to, if the markets would have stayed in 2019, Big if fact. I would have stayed in 2019, because I'm gonna be high, op uh, high open and hum uh, high open and transparent too. I was coming out of uh, um, out of a uh, engagement, and I was hurting. I was hurting. Didn't people didn't even know it? I still yeah. get questions today talking about when when the wedding. There is no wedding, mm. but I was hurting during them times. But see, God called me to do something, and I kept going. Yeah. When what they say? What, what the old folks say? When monkey don't stop, no show. <laughs> <laughs> like God calls you, you need to go, man. You need to go. Get out of the. Stop looking at your spiritual uh spiritual scales because mm -hmm. you still got weight on you. You still got used to on you. Yeah. Used to is 20, 2001, two, three. Keep up, keep counting. You got used to from your childhood when you got abused. You got used to on your child on your on your back from somebody that did you wrong. Guess what? They live in their best life right now and ain't even thinking about what they did to you. So why are you still stuck in the used to? Yeah. Why are Man. you still watching that spiritual scale? Man, come out, man. Don't even look at it. Just go. When God said, when God call you, go. That's a, man. Man, hey, like for real, like it's it's literally in the Bible. We just talked about it with Saul. Like it literally said, now get up and go. And Saul didn't stop. Like let this let this version mm. of the Bible stick to you, where it said this. They're like their suspicions, and they're talking about the used to. It didn't even slow down Saul a minute. It says a minute. He didn't even stop in tracks to be like what they said. Nah, he said, I'm going to keep on going. It ain't about to slow down my momentum. And when they got to talking louder, he got to going even harder. Like, see, this is what you got to do. When when people start trying to bring up your Yusu and your mm -hmm. was, you got to even go harder. That means you even got to go in the Bible even deeper. See, you yeah. got to go even, you got to start yelling his name even more. You got to sit yeah. down and cry out even yeah. harder. So that they can start bringing up to the was. Ooh. See, man, like you got to understand that this was is big, right? Now, listen, we talked about how your seat is getting, how your seat is drowned, right? And how your life might be getting flooded because of the suffering you may be going through, right? I want to hop into something real quick because 
if you um my wife watches the show Queen Sugar, right? She she got this dude on there, she really like Kofi or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. That that's the only reason why I watch it to make sure she ain't watching it too much. But listen, there's Queen Sugar on there, right? And he's forming, and right now, uh, they got an episode where they're talking about COVID and there's a drought coming. And in my life, I used to think about like, man, droughts are bad, man. Like droughts, they kill everything, like they ruin everything. Oh, did I not know that droughts are important in our lives? See, yes, sir. you miss when we talked about that was got your life flooded. So if your life is flooded and seeds that are, have been seeded, they're starting to grow. God going to bring a drought in your life to clear up everything. Mm. Let me tell you what my 2019 was. It was the drought I needed to get out my flood. If I never would have been in that drought and things got taken from me that I thought were more important, then what was going on? And I'm gonna show you how God said it. And Jeremiah, let me go to my let me go to my notes because I want to speak Bible to y'all because I ain't trying to I ain't trying to miss you know whatever. And Jeremiah uh, 50:38 it says a drought a drought will strike her water supply, causing it to dry up. And they asked, and why? Because the whole land is filled with idols, and the people are madly in love with them. Mm. In 2019, I, I got promoted. I reached, the, I reached the pinnacle of where I was supposed to be. I fell in love with the idols. I fell in love with the things that were close to my heart. And God said, I've been calling you all this time on this road, and you ain't picked up the phone. See, mm. you, 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 your seat is flooded, and you don't even notice it yet. You didn't got up from your seat because it's flooded, and you just out there drowning. Your head above water, so you thinking you fine. You think you could get the land again. God said, I got your rescue. I'm going to send you a drop, Jamarcus. I'm going to clear everything from you because these seeds that got water right now, they're starting to grow. It's the wrong seeds that's starting to grow. you about to walk up out your marriage and leave some kids that need you right now to get to where they need to go. I'm only speaking testimony right here. That's all I can do. See, everybody think that droughts and all these things that's coming on and things getting removed is bad. Nah, it's God clearing up some space so your blessings can land. It's God calling you out right now because droughts are important, right? We need droughts in our lives, right? He has every he has to remove everything so he can get your attention. Now, you sitting up here thinking, like, why is that important, Jamarcus? Because I'm gonna tell you why. See, once the drought comes through, mm. once the drought comes through and everything has been cleared, and yeah. now you get back in your word because he yeah. tells you to him, like yeah. he saw, you get yeah. cleared by the riverbank. Yeah. So the next time a drought comes through, you got an everlasting source. You got an everlasting thing because you planted next to the riverbank. See, back in the day, you was planted all the way in the wilderness. So when the drought came, your roots couldn't even pull up nothing. You was only feeding off of what you've been feeding off man. your entire time. Dog. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey. God, man. Yeah. God. Yo, let me tell you something, man. Hey. When the drought comes, you know, let me, let me, I'm going to be high, open, and humble again. Right, we're gonna yeah. bring it, gonna bring it back to uh 2003-04-ish time frame. Hey, Eric, Eric was selling dope. All right, a lot of people don't know that. Kept it under wraps. That's a great thing. Hope this don't get me with the Rico law. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> anytime a a drought came, right? Yeah. The price of the product went up for some reason. Why is that? Well, because hey, I'm the only source with it. Oh, that's good. So when the drought comes in your life, the only person that got what you need is God. 
You can't get it nowhere else. Nowhere. See, the thing about a drought, it, it realigns your focus. Yeah. It, it, it helps you to, to really seek where the product is. To really seek where, hey, God, man, I'm in a financial bind right now. God, where... Hey, God like to play hide and seek. I think Mr. Baker talked about this two podcasts ago. God yeah. like to play hide and seek. So when he's been calling you for so long, he's just gonna he he's just gonna sit back. And I'm gonna sit over here because he can't find me right now. He can't see me right now. See, yeah. Eric so focus on Eric and everything of the world that he ain't focused on me. So I'm gonna let him find me. I made it easy for him, but now I'm gonna make him find me, right? So when I went to get the searching and looking, I'm like, man, where is God? Let me. God, I need something. Let me go through this Bible. Yeah. And when I get in there, see, God slowly brings me in with every scripture to make me go read the next one to the next one to the, I find him. Yeah. And then once I find him, I get, see, I done finished the whole glass of water. We ain't even finished with this podcast. <laughs> this water can't, it can't quench the thirst that I have. But God has the supply that I need in a drought. Yeah. <laughs> he, if I'm in the Sahara Desert, God can, hey, he can quench my thirst. See, we focus on the idols of our life, the problems. We focus on people. We focus on things. That's not going to fill your, fulfill your quench of your thirst, right? God is. But yeah. what he is going to do is, like he did with Noah, he brought in a flood and then he wiped it out. Yo. Man, like, hey. Like Man, like I'm, I'm telling you, man. All right, I'm sorry if I got if I got emotional. The reason why is because when you sit back and you and you revisit these things and you see how God moved in your life, and then you read it and you're like, I now I understand why certain things happen in my life, why timelines happen in my life, and you gotta understand that. Oh, I we I just I just lived it with you and told you that 2019 I thought was like the worst of the worst. It was a drought that I went through. So mm -hmm. that drought was needed to happen to clear out everything, to clear out everything that I was harvesting. My mind was set on everything but the right thing. So in 2020, when the podcast came, when me, me, and E, and all these things came on, that was a new harvest that got set because of the drought. Without the drought, none of this would have happened. Without the flood, none of this would have happened. See, everything's happened so that the right seeds can grow, so things can happen right you got to understand that the drought that you may be in right now the drought that you may be going through i want to give it to somebody and don't and tell you don't quit now don't quit get up and keep going like he said you got to keep moving forward right you got to keep going through it because there's a side on the other side of through it there's mm -hmm. another door on the side of through it you got to keep going through that drought because after the drought you're gonna get planted at the riverbanks it just said it in jeremiah you're gonna get planted where that at, at that moment you can always get your thirst but you got to open mm -hmm. up your Bible in that drought you got to go find them like he said without the drought you're not gonna look for them i never looked for them when i was not seated i didn't even though I was supposed to be at the table like we talked about, I wasn't looking for him. I was looking for everything else in the restaurant. 
My eyes were everywhere else. My eyes was on everybody else's food. You know what? They steak, the caviar over there look good. They menu. I want to order off their menu when I wasn't even ordering off my own menu. That's what you know how they said. Let's be real. When the grass is green on the other side. Now nah, it ain't if you order your own. See, you gotta understand why these little words come out. It ain't just from the world, that's from the Bible, man. The Bible telling us that, and we have switched it up a little bit, right? You got to make sure what you're doing. The drought is important. But I want to let everybody know, if you in this drought, don't give up. Don't quit. You got to keep going. Because there's going to be sunshine and rain after the drought. There's going to be a new harvest. All right? So keep on going through that drought. Saul just got up and he kept going. The haters didn't stop him. It didn't stop his momentum. He used that hater aid and he kept going. So if you're hearing all these people trying to tell you who you used to be and where you, where they can find you, like, we got this little thing between me, my wife, E, and my sister Moore. Like, it's like when somebody looking for you at your old house. And they saying, I'm a, I don't even, they looking for you, but they got the wrong address. Bro, I don't even live there no more. So whatever you, whatever you robbing, Damn. whatever they know, it ain't even my stuff no more. Yeah. I'm from over there. Yeah. Why are you still searching over there? Right, oh, right. Because you wasn't even important for me to update you on my new address. See, I gotta say this real quick. If they keep bringing up your old you, it's because they ain't even important in your life for you to tell them the new you. Because mm. the new people, the important people, they gonna know the new you. They don't even bring up your past no more. I'm gonna stop right there. I'm done. Hey man, them old people like my brother talking about, they part of the drought. They were they were the pivotal part of your life. They were part of the drought because they had to die off. See, in a drought, when you plant something and, and then a drought comes, it dies. Yep. It has to die, right? So that you can now refertile, retill the, 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 the ground, yeah, plant new seeds, yeah, and then a new harvest is coming. See, God is going to, man, whew. God is going to continue to send these droughts in your life. See, there, there, there are probably with people that were following Saul when he was killing Christians. And then when Saul changed over, they, they didn't follow him no more. He didn't know them no more. Yeah. Right. So he got with the people that were on the same journey that God called him to do. And even they didn't even trust him. Oh, yeah. I ain't even. But they ain't even stop. So they ain't even stop. Paul. Paul said, "Okay, cool. I'm gonna keep going. I know what I heard. See, when you know and have that close connection with God, like you just said, nah. You know what? Let me give y'all a story, man. This just happened this, the other day with me, right? So I, I get a. Uh, I supposed to talk to my son three times a week, right? On Facetime. I didn't get a call on Wednesday, so yeah. I, <laughs> I contacted his mom and was like, "Hey, today was my call. What? What's up?" She emails me back and says, well, Amari, who's my daughter, tried to call me, right? And she was like, she sent this all in the email. So she sent a screenshot of the call and then a screenshot of the call out. See, here's where the enemy and was and all this other stuff started to sit in on me. Go ahead and speak on it, bro. So I, I saw the number. I saw the point of contact, right? I saw the name. And then I saw the number. And I'm like... Hey, uh, I don't know if you know, but my number changed. And you do know because I updated you on that. Mm. So you tried to call me on an old number. 
I'm not going to answer. Right? <laughs> See, when they tried to call Saul, when they tried to call Paul, Saul, Paul didn't, I mean, Saul, Paul didn't answer because he ain't Saul no more. He Paul. Because yeah. God told me his, his, his number changed. His yeah. name changed. Yeah. Right? So for me, in that moment, I'm like, why they calling the old number? Then I looked at the name and I'm like, it hit me. So the used to is used to me being angry, me being upset because I want more time with my kids. I want more time with my son. And right now, man, his mother don't agree on everything. And it's not a great, it's not a, a, the best situation. So I immediately got angry because when I saw the name, it said Gavin's dad. I'm like, man, I don't even have a place no more. But see, God already told me who I was. Yeah, there you I go. To get back to that. Then yeah. I look at the call log and I see their mom's boyfriend. I'm like, okay, so he got a name in there. They're putting him above me. Mm. See, that doesn't justify or say what my position in life is. God already said that. Yeah. So I immediately after getting off that, after reading that email, I got angry. I got pissed, y'all. I got pissed. And what I did was I didn't do what I was used to because that was going to stop my momentum. Because yeah. if I try to take control of the situation, I'm going to mess it up. Because yeah. God gave me a vision already. Yeah. Future vision. This is in, the, I got to keep going to get there. Yeah, right. But if I do what I want to do, I'm going to stop the momentum because I'm stuck in used to. Mm. I'm stuck in who Eric used to be. Eric, the old Eric would have went, hung up the phone, hit the slab, I 10 by 10, I'd have been in Atlanta. But no, the old Eric ain't do that. The old Eric took his, cast all his things on God. I was praying to God and angry and crying and I turned on music to worship until I felt better. Mm -hmm. And then God brought it right back to me. I had a conversation with my brother and it was confirmation. God was like, look, man, I already gave you the vision. What you tripping for? Yeah, I need you to continue to focus on me and do what I told you to do. Yeah, just get up and go. If you don't do that, you're gonna cut off your blessing, your son's blessing, your daughter's. Like you got a, you got people that are following you. You got things that you gotta do. I purposed your life already. Whoever your daughter say you was, your cousin, your mama, they don't say who you are. I already told you who you are. Oh man, I'm getting used to get out of that used to. When somebody call you something else that you are not no more. That's used to. Don't even worry about it. Keep moving don't, forward. Don't even answer. Man. Bro, this was, man, I, man, listen, I don't even know how else to say it, man. Like I told y'all, we get very passionate, um, especially man. talking about our two people, Paul and uh, Joe, man. But yeah. um, before before I end my, end my spot, man, I just got to let somebody know out there who may need to hear it. Um, you may be on your road right now. You may be on your own calling. You may be on your own mission. When God calls, just pick up the phone. God calls, yeah. you just pick up the phone on that calling. Don't bring nobody else in on it. Let that be between you and God. And when you when you feel like you your seat is getting flooded and you feel like you you didn't got up, sit back down with God and let God talk to you. Let let that one on one talk to you. Let that drought happen so He can clear some things out you. And like my brother E has been expressing all night, all night. You gotta keep going. Just don't quit. Just don't quit. That's the biggest thing we can do. Sometimes we tend to forget the one thing that we can keep doing is just keep progressing. Mm. Just keep progressing. Just keep getting up every day and just saying, I'm going to keep going, God. That's it. 
Like, man, hey, bro. Man. Hey, I, I'll leave y'all with this, man. And, um, it was actually when you were talking earlier, bro. It came to me. God sent it to me. There's a movie. It's a kid's movie. Me and my son and daughter watched it, man. And it's called Meet the Robinsons, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a phrase in that movie that they always said. So the dad is a professor and uh, his son goes back in the future to pick up this kid who's he has a big brain, man. He loves yeah. science. He's an inventor, all that. Right. So you take him to the future to meet the family. Fast forward. It turns out that the son picked up his dad in the future. Right. Mm-hmm. And the dad's phrase always was keep moving forward. Mm. He messed up on so many projects, so many inventions. He said, just keep moving forward. Like his company, that was their slogan. Keep moving forward. God is saying the same thing. No matter what you did yesterday, if you were smoking weed or doing things or sinning and all that yesterday, and you do it again today, just keep moving. Cause I called you. That don't just because you mess up don't mean you stop. Yeah. I called you. We have an appointment. You have a set time to make whether you want to do it on your own to get there or I'm going to make you get there because I'm going to send a drought your way. We got an appointment. Just keep moving forward, man. That's good. Hey, (laughs) this has been a great one. For real, for real. Man, we could have kept going with this one. I know. (laughs) We're going to do it. We're going to bring y'all something back. Whatever God got for us next week. Uh, stay tuned, man. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for joining on. Uh, check out the website. You know what I'm saying? Get you some of this bro talk gear. Hey. You know what I'm saying? And uh, check out our YouTube channel. Check out our Instagram page, guys. Hey, we just want, we're just the best to help you guys, man. If somebody is out there hurting, if you think that you have to be perfect, look, this is God is God is like a doctor, man. He wants you to come when you're sick. So when you feeling bad, when you stuck and used to and all this, he wants you to come to him. You don't go to the hospital when you're feeling good. Let's be honest about this. All right. <laughs> so, hey, man, this is just a platform. We just a vessel, man. And we just, hey, we doing what God told us to do. We just going to keep yeah. moving forward. We fall short every day, man. Nobody is perfect on this earth. Right. So we're gonna keep progressing, we're gonna keep going, and we're gonna take the we're gonna take the methods of Paul, man. We're just gonna keep moving forward and we're gonna yep. come out of use too. So hey, I speak blessings, I speak used to coming out of people's lives, I speak whatever that has had you bound. You're gonna keep moving forward towards God and you're gonna allow him to take place in your life, and he is gonna do a new miracle and he's gonna renew your mind and your spirit, and everything in your life is going to change. Right now, we declare that in the name of Jesus. So, hey, guys, until next time, be blessed, man. Yo, yo.